Are you a vegan entrepreneur or business owner looking to be successful in your pursuit to living the life of your dreams? Not just imagining it, but actually making it a reality? Then you're in the right place. I'm Kaylee and welcome to Blessed Vegan Radio. I discuss all things business, mindset, self-care, and lifestyle so you can live your best life while creating a lasting impact on others. I'm here to support you, inspire you, and keep you company here on your path to success. I'm so glad to have you here and can't wait to chat with you today. Hi friends, today I want to talk to you about something that I have been incorporating into my lifestyle now, and it is meal prep. If you have been enjoying these podcasts, or if this is your first time listening, make sure you subscribe and check out my YouTube channel as well. It's called Blessed Vegan. I upload twice a week there, Tuesdays and Fridays, and every day here on the podcast. Make sure you subscribe so that you won't miss any episodes, and let's get right into it. So why meal prep in the first place? Well, it's so much easier to make a large amount of a meal and eat it throughout the week and freeze the rest later. That is what I have found to be super, super helpful on my journey as a vegan. Of course, you don't have to eat these meals every single day, but I love having them throughout the week because I love these meals so much. They have a variety of different flavors and you can make them four different ways. So you can make a big batch of any four of these versions or you can make multiple little batches and have four different kinds. You won't get too bored of these meals, especially if you're changing it up and including different toppings, different sides, etc. with these meals. I'm telling you, my vegan enchiladas have just become one of my favorite staple meals for dinner. Times that I've made it, I have just fell in love because it's so simple to make. The cleanup is so minute compared to cooking every single day for dinner or being tempted to go out because you're hungry and nothing is prepared. So having these meals on hand, whether you want to eat it throughout the week and then freeze the rest if you have any leftover, or if you want to make it and freeze it and then take it out, heat up as you want throughout the week or a month, then you can do it that way. But this is just what I love doing because I personally don't like de-thawing things that much. So that's kind of my last resort. The 16 servings that I get out of this vegan enchilada dish is divided amongst me and my fiance. So obviously if you're making this for one person, it's going to be a lot of food. You can always half the recipe or if you want to make it all and then freeze it like I said. However you want to do it is totally up to you. But overall, the whole point of meal prep is that you're going to save time on cleanup, prep time, meal time, cook time, and thinking of what to eat or being tempted to reach for something that maybe isn't healthy or isn't vegan if you're still transitioning. You can simply heat up this meal when you're hungry for a satisfying, delicious, healthy, quick and easy meal in minutes. So plan ahead. You'll thank me later. 
let's get right into this amazing vegan enchilada dish. So this recipe takes around an hour total, which is amazing considering how many servings it makes. The way that I serve it usually is I will cut the one huge enchilada in half and that will be one serving. So 20 minutes or so is going to be your prep time. 30 minutes or so is going to be your cook time and around 10 minutes or so is going to be your cleanup time. It's going to pay off significantly in the end, especially when you try your first bite out of the oven. There's nothing better than a home-cooked meal that's vegan and healthy. On to the ingredients. If you don't have a pen and paper handy or if you want to grab the notes on your phone, definitely write down these ingredients because you're going to want to make sure that you have these on hand so that you can make this recipe very easily. The first way is going to be no meat alternative. So it's going to be like a bean, cheese, chile, and veggie enchilada. Or you can make a vegan chicken enchilada using your favorite vegan chicken strips. Now I'm not talking about the bread ones, I'm talking about like the more naked cutlet looking ones. So you're going to need around one to two tablespoons of olive oil. You don't have to use oil in this recipe, you can omit it if you'd like. But I use the oil when I am cooking my meat alternative. Again, the meat alternative is optional, but this time I used a smart ground, I believe it's called, and it was like a Mexican fiesta style. It already was seasoned for me, so I just heated that up on my pan. So you can do that, or you can do a combination of the vegan chicken strips, the vegan ground beef, and the beans, or you can do just the beans and totally omit the vegan meat. So whatever you wanna do is totally up to you, but I personally made it this time with my vegan smart ground beef and it tasted phenomenal. If you get a vegan meat alternative that isn't already seasoned, you might wanna add some taco seasoning or some spices to it, whatever you'd like. On to the veggies. So we're going to be needing five mini sweet bell peppers, half of a zucchini, five small red potatoes, a half cup of fresh or frozen corn, one 16 ounce can of vegan black or regular refried beans, or you can make your own from scratch. Now make sure that your canned beans are vegan. They will either say vegetarian or vegan, but check the ingredients because you do not want lard in there. I was just at the store and I saw a can of beans with lard in it. Of course, it didn't say vegan on it, but if, if you're not used to checking for that, you might just grab a can of beans and think, oh, there's only beans in here. But no, 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 friends. Make sure you get the vegan slash vegetarian refried beans, okay? And then you're also going to need a small can of green chiles. This is optional, but I love the flavor that it adds. You can even add part of a jalapeno, eight large flour or corn tortillas, totally your choice. I prefer the flour ones. And then you're going to need one cup of non-dairy vegan cheese. This is optional, but I love 
vegan cheese. So I use the diet brand and I put some in the middle as well as on top before I put it into the oven. And then you're going to need 10 ounces, about one and a fourth cup of enchilada sauce. So you can buy this at the store or make your own. I bought mine at the store. And I almost forgot I have this plant-based queso dip. And I get it at Costco, but I've seen it at Target as well. But if you go to Costco, it's going to be a much better deal. And you're going to get almost a pound worth. So definitely go to Costco if you're going to get this plant-based queso dip because it is just phenomenal and what's amazing about it is it's only three grams of carbs obviously dairy-free no artificial anything and it's by good foods and last but not least one to two tablespoons of olive oil this is optional but i find that certain vegan meats cook butter with just a little bit of oil in there so it's totally up to you if you want to use oil or not or you can just use water so that's all the ingredients that we will need. We're gonna go ahead and wash our veggies. So our peppers, our potatoes, and our zucchini. You're gonna want to go ahead and use some clean water, get a big bowl, put them in there. And I like to use vinegar and I let them sit in there for around 15 minutes. And then I give it a quick rinse under the water, dry them off. And totally up to you. You can peel your zucchini skin if you want or leave it on for more nutrients. So once you have your veggies clean, before you go ahead and start chopping them up, you can go ahead and put about an inch of water at the bottom of a pan to start boiling. And then you're going to go ahead and put in your potatoes once you have them cut up. So that's going to be the first thing that we get going as well as another pan for our vegan meat alternative if you're going to be using that. Start cutting up the veggies while we have the water boiling. So once we finish cutting up all the veggies, we can go ahead and add in our potatoes to the water. It probably should be boiling by now since it's not a whole lot of water in the pan. And then you can go ahead and add your oil if you want to use it and then your meat alternative and then we can go ahead and start getting that cooking we can go ahead and turn on the oven to 375 fahrenheit now for this recipe since we're making a lot i would recommend using a really large glass dish and this is going to be super easy to go ahead and put your enchiladas in and allow them to cook really nicely. You might need a couple glass dishes depending on how many you're going to be making today. And then once you have your glass dish out, you can go ahead and add a couple tablespoons of the enchilada sauce to the bottom of the dish so that nothing burns. And then go ahead and move it around a little bit so all the sauce is covered on the bottom of the dish. And then... We're going to be stirring the potatoes every so often, as well as the vegan meat alternative if you're making that. So once we have the potatoes cooking for around, I don't know, maybe five to ten minutes, we can go ahead and add in our other veggies. So this would be our corn, our zucchini, and our peppers that are all cubed up nicely. And then we can just add them to the exact same pan that we have the potatoes in. And then we're just going to cook them for a little bit until they get really bright. 
Now, this is totally up to you how you go about the beans, but I personally like to go ahead and open up my can of beans and add it directly to my pan that has my meat alternative in there. But it's gonna taste the same anyway, so I personally like to add it to the pan so that it's hot and I don't have to use the microwave. So I'll just open up my can of beans, mix it in with my vegan meat alternative once it's done cooking. And then once the veggies are done cooking, I will go ahead and strain them to get out any excess water or maybe you had to add some extra water. It just depends on how much veggies you have, the size of your pan and all that stuff. So once they're done cooking and you strain them, you can go ahead and add it directly to your other pan. Mix it all together and you have one big batch of ingredients. I like personally just mixing it all up together and scooping some big tablespoons into my tortillas, but you can go ahead and layer it separately if you'd like. I'm gonna go ahead and keep it super easy for you and say that we're gonna be mixing everything together. So we'll start with a plate. We'll go ahead and use one of our tortillas and we'll put a couple tablespoons of the mixture on there. Now it's totally up to you how much you wanna put in there, but I like to stuff them pretty large because I don't like making a lot of enchiladas. I'd rather make less and have more filling because I don't need all that flour and all that corn, you know? So that's just me personally, but make them according to how you like them. If you want less filling, go ahead and do it that way. So I'll do a layer of the mixture, which is the beans, the potatoes, the corn, the peppers, and our vegan meat alternative. And then I will go ahead and put some green chilies on there. I do like about a tablespoon worth. I love my green chilies, they're so good. And then I will go ahead and put some of my plant-based queso style dip in there. And I will just drizzle it on top so freaking yummy but if you don't have that you can just put vegan cheese but i like to put vegan cheese and the queso dip love that stuff it's just such a good flavor and it really tastes amazing in these enchiladas so i highly recommend that and then i'll do a tablespoon or two of the enchilada sauce on top and then i'll roll it up steam side down and then you'll place it into your dish and repeat this until all the ingredients are used up. For me, like I said, I made a total of eight large ones, but it might be different for you depending on the size of your tortillas, the size of your dish, how much ingredients you use, etc. You're going to spread the remaining enchilada sauce all over the tortillas and then use the remaining cheese on top. Then you'll bake it for around 30 minutes or so at 375. Let it cool slightly and enjoy. So that's really, really it, guys. It's so easy to make these vegan enchiladas. And then once they're done, you'll take them out of the oven, let them cool. And then what I like to use is it's basically the same sort of spatula that you use for cakes or brownies. And I use that and cut it directly down the middle because I use these really large burrito size tortillas. And then I will go ahead and proportion them out. I use these green containers by Debbie Meyer. So it actually helps keep your food fresher longer. I've been using these for a couple years now and I swear by them. I usually use them for my microgreens for Divine Light Veganics, but they're also perfect for meal prepping. 
So I use them for my meal prepped meals as well. And the way I do it is I will put as many as I can on the bottom of the dish. And then I'll put a layer of parchment paper. And then I'll go ahead and do another layer, parchment paper, you know, as many as I can until I fill up the entire container, put the lid on top, and then the cleanup, which is super easy because if you clean it up right after you're done, it's not going to be too, too difficult. Obviously, if you let it sit and harden in there, you have to let it soak for a little bit with some soapy water. But however you do it, these enchiladas are seriously going to take your breath away because they're not only healthy and freaking amazing tasting, but they're going to be so satisfying in those times where you want a quick meal. Like right now, I'm getting hungry, but I'm not going to have an enchilada just yet because it's only 2 o'clock. I'm going to be having my favorite greens, which has 37 fruits, veggies, and superfoods with my vegan collagen builder. And I take that in water or juice. So that's what I'm about to do right now. I'm going to edit this podcast and go about my day. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. This is the first time I've had the privilege to share a recipe. I wasn't sure if this is something that I should strictly keep to YouTube, but I thought I would give it a try. And I'm excited to see your reactions if you decide to make this because I'm telling you, there's nothing better than a delicious vegan home-cooked meal that is healthy and good for the body, the mind, the soul, and every being on this planet. So I'm sending you so much love and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Blessed Vegan Radio. Because you're a loyal listener, I want to give you a free gift just as a special thank you and to help you on your journey. If you're like me, a vegan entrepreneur and business owner or aspiring to become one, you may or may not know the importance of mindset not just in business, but in all areas of life. But let me tell you, friends, mindset is the number one thing you need to focus on if you want to be successful. That's why I want you to go to links.blessvegan.com slash growth mindset mini course and grab my free guided growth mindset mini course. This will be a complete game changer for you and I'm so excited to share this. Again, just head over to links.blessvegan.com slash growth mindset mini course or see the show notes and I'll see you in the next episode.